The thinking behind it all. With Melusine Knives. Oreo, coconut, cooning, acting white. Those are some of the names that are used to describe people who are black and assimilate into whiteness. This is the first of perhaps many shows that we'll do as a sideshow on TTBIA, the thinking behind it all, as Appendix A, where we discuss concepts relevant to many of the discussions that we have on the show, in which we discuss the week that was in terms of trending news and trending events. But as you already know, we look at these issues from socio-political lens and more importantly from a pro-black perspective. By that, we do not mean that we talk on behalf of all black people across the globe, but we do share views based on our experiences in life and where we are from. With me today on this episode, I've got Ricardo. What's up, Ricardo? How are you doing? Yay, what's up? I'm going. You've been looking forward to this episode, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, Busi, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? And uh, from the UK, the sole representative sent by the Queen herself. Pauline, how are you? <laughs> Damn, I think I'm Plachy as a Queen. I'm sorry, Pauline. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I was like, you made a yeah, sound. I, like you know what? I, 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 I wasn't going to say anything to him because I thought, you know, he, he introduces Ricardo first. And I'm thinking, uh, um, just a minute, there's. Uh, age before beauty and uh, and also the <laughs> ladies. So I'm thinking, yeah, carry on, you carry on. Oh. You trying to call you secret agent Coon over here, man? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From the yeah, Queen, by the Queen. <laughs> yeah. This is the thinking behind it all. You can join the conversation on Facebook. The thinking behind it all. That's our page, or you can follow us on Twitter at ttbia underscore at ttbia underscore. Remember that we do have a WhatsApp group, the TTBI community. Details there too can be found on our social media platforms, Facebook and Twitter. So, guys, you heard what I said about uh, the names that we refer to as coons. But prior to us unpacking the term cooning or coconut oreo i'd like to know from you guys why was it necessary for us as ttbia to have a discussion on this just simply ricardo for you from your perspective i think it's very polarizing who's a coon why they're a coon is it right to kind of out these people There are some people who say that there's nothing wrong with black people or people of color assimilating into whiteness because they think white is right. So I think it's good to air these grievances out and why we feel that this is so detrimental to people of color as a whole. Busi, for you, why is it uh, pertinent to have this discussion? I think same no, thing. We, we but don't also do copy and paste. We don't do copy and paste on the show. Ay, ay, ay. I'm going to add on. Why are you like this? <laughs> this person. <laughs> I think um, sometimes this whole notion of people trying to be white is um, 
not uh, represented appropriately in a sense that when especially when you talk about people's accents or what music people like like people will say you're a coconut because you like x y and z but also there's detrimental cooning at the political level um and that obviously like ricardo's already said it's it's how does that affect us as a community right so i i think that there's many layers to it um there's the micro level which is boosie likes you know I don't know what mm, kind of music mm, mm. would be considered, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And then on the other end is, you know, this person is running for office and like Ben Carson and they're running certain political spheres. And what does that mean for us as black people? Pauline, you, why is it important for us to unpack this from your perspective as a TTBIA member in the UK, sent by the Queen? I think, you know, because we've got the platform to kind of inform and educate people and, you know, how, you know, in different communities, how, you know, people are affected or how they see cooning or some, well, some people don't even see it. (laughs) Some people just don't even see it. Some people just don't even realise, yo, you're cooning. They don't, they don't (laughs) see it. We're living in a time when identity politics are at the forefront of many discussions but people do have mixed identities in many respects that's something that can be looked at but also whether we like it or not we are society or societies where we label each other we judge each other based on our behaviors our actions our beliefs and Sometimes it's also just good to try to traverse these issues and grasp them and understand where people are coming from. And also, the notion seems to be fluid for me. You know, I was reflecting on certain things based on my upbringing, things that I may have believed in, a way of life, perhaps, or something that I've viewed as quite important and uh, fast forward there was a young me of course but fast forward years later I'm like damn that was a bit of cooning on my end so definitely on that <laughs> level I think it's something you saying you regret exploring. going to that Eminem concert <laughs> <laughs> dying dying <laughs> give it up white man your money ne- <laughs> Never recur going to an Eminem concert. Oh, guys, I'm so you <laughs> <laughs> how do you define uh, cooning? What does it mean to you, coconut? Whichever term. And, and I'm asking you first because you seem to distinguish between the political and the other. And I just want to understand it from that perspective. Yeah. So like I've already said, I think that cooning is a very large umbrella that we use for many things because I also think that Sitting in white spaces requires sometimes a particular persona. And so for me, cooning is really when you are in a position where you can choose not to coon and you deliberately do it. So if I'm in a space where I'm the CEO and 
I can be down for my people and you know what people respect me regardless because I'm in a position of power but I choose to not use that position of privilege to empower black people but instead I use it for you know to assimilate whiteness and and make white people feel great I think that's cooning because I think a person who's not of power who who is there for survivalist you know like they can't afford to not assimilate in a way right they'll lose their job they won't have food they like i think that's different it's still cooning but i think the implications are different than somebody who deliberately chooses it particularly in a political space so you kind of add the racialist or racism lens to it where we deal with uh, dynamics of oppression marginalization power within this space Absolutely because I think you liking some sort of music that everybody else doesn't like you liking comics you liking other things that's down to you right you you choose that like it's not like you in a position where you forced to choose it I think what we should be worried about is cooning at upper levels of power where people black people particularly have privilege and don't use those privileges to empower black people Polina how do you think of cooning and how is it described or even discussed in uh, the UK for me personally if you're a black person and you like rock you're not a cooner it's what you like that's your individuality but cooning to me can be like you know if you are someone that's corporate and um, you go to like a, a meeting and a majority of people are white and all of a sudden your 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 like you say your persona changes and you're trying to be this um, person that you're not and in doing so you, you you end up looking absolutely silly because sometimes these people can see and see what you're trying to become and it doesn't make it and it doesn't make things easy for you and it doesn't make them in, still trust in you because you're not being true to yourself Ricardo how do you think of the term cooning and perhaps even throw in a name there to get us started on whether we dis- whether we agree as a panel I think there's two major components to cooning right so as Boosie said there's the person who's in a position of power or authority and instead of incorporating their blackness into a space where that's usually shunned because they can they deny that blackness right and they assimilate when they don't need to and then there's the person who blatantly just denies their blackness and a person i think about like off the top of my head tiger woods like <laughs> man remember oh you're black no and he what was the i can't remember the thing he's i'm Caucasian. asian black no no he said he was something but i can't remember the term anymore it's caucasian it's caucasian asian and black rolled in one i can't remember the name he used he said he's cablin asian uh-huh that okay <laughs> and, I, and i go why are you denying your blackness here like <laughs> i'm not saying you shouldn't acknowledge your other cultural and ethnic backgrounds i'm not saying that i'm just saying he's just blatantly always he just i'm not black <laughs> i'm like okay yeah but we see there's surely a psychology behind this distinction where people are 
looking to distinguish themselves from blackness as much as possible well for those who do racially speaking globally black people are at the bottom of the racial chain i don't like i think people will always use whatever it takes to be the other right and not be included in this group it's like you choosing that you want to be you know um racially discriminated against in a certain way but then if you phrase yourself as somebody who's of and i'm not saying like like ricardo saying i'm not saying that he should deny all these other aspects but i think you should say i'm black and blah 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 right like instead of saying no i'm not black right because that automatically mm-hmm. means like ignore that part of me um but it's also a plea to like people to connect with you amongst other races that are not necessarily black right it's almost like a, a a cry to say i'm closer to whiteness right it's an aspiration to whiteness that he's trying to amplify here pauline i think tiger's probably one of those simple examples that we can think of in terms of a person who is cooning uh, can we attribute this to the colonial and racist project yes most definitely and also not wanting to own his blackness or other people like him who don't want to own their blackness and it, it, it's that thing of they they feel if they do they're very low on the totem pole you know um because black is everything that's bad black isn't anything that's good uh, you know oh, i can't identify with that you know I'll, I'll have x amount of other identities but no i don't want to identify with that because i can never be successful if i identify with being black a good part of it is with some people it's how they've been brought up they haven't been shown how to embrace their blackness or how to get along with other people like themselves we see hundreds and hundreds of years of this white supremacy project has led us to this moment um, i'm not saying that there weren't coons in the 1800s especially in america when you <laughs> look at the transatlantic the slave period but now we find ourselves in a situation where tv and radio and other media are basically drumming in whiteness into people so is yeah. it becoming harder to speak about blackness and being proud of your black heritage you know what i, I have a hard time with in terms of labeling people is at what point do you distinguish this is who this person is versus this is this person being a coon so it's it's hard if you haven't seen this person in a different space right so i don't know if tiger woods is constantly like that and therefore that is who he is and he's happy with being whatever and and we call him a coon because we feel like he should be a certain person but i don't <laughs> so I think, think too many people are I going mean, to I mean, raise their hand and say i'm a coon <laughs> no that's what i'm saying i'm saying yeah. but i'm saying it's not that but i'm saying because if we say that coon is on the basis that there's a pretense element to it right like we're saying that in a particular situation they're pretending to be something else right because then we're saying that in another situation he's actually 
and that's what Ricardo was saying earlier about the people who don't even like they just <laughs> that's who they are they're just coons <laughs> but like I think it's, it's a very difficult thing to to define because I'm just like okay if Busi acts black now but then all of a sudden she's acting white then it's easy to say Busi's a coon right but if Busi's always acting that way if that's Busi's true mm-hmm. beliefs right like if my true belief is that the world should be neoliberal and I don't see color and blah 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 you know what I mean that's coup. my political then you're full time coon <laughs> <laughs> for as far as I'm concerned at least I'm full time pretending you're full time <laughs> but I, not. I feel like those people don't think well, what, what, why, right? why is pretending an important component in, our, in this definition Ricardo in the example that Boosie just gave I don't know if that's necessarily cooning right um, it would really depend on the individual and different aspects but is just believing what you believe cooning I think there has to be a little bit more to it it's like I was I'm in a position where I gain from this um, uh, while other people suffer right like I've gone I've gotten into a position where I'm into the white sphere of influence that siding with these people is to my benefit while it might be to other black people or people of color's detriment I think that's a big part of it so you could be disillusioned you can you know you can really feel oh there's no such thing as color blah 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 and maybe it's because that person has happened to grow up as weird as that may sound in an environment where color didn't really matter to them as much it didn't affect them as much on a level that they could see it i don't know I'm if a- i would call them a coon for that though i may be naive though but okay granted there are black folk out there who will say that you know what it's a great opportunity for me to be siding with white folk especially when it comes to my workplace it's beneficial to me and pretty much stuff the rest you know i'm looking out for me and my advancement i get that but what about folk who start off as well white is better and eventually that's what they exude and that's the life they lead so is there a point in time when now they shrug off the coon tag based on the fact that now they are living pure white lives it's to do with self right it's how you see self in relation to others right in terms of like that's you feeling inferior i think a coon does not think they're inferior they just see a benefit to siding with those particular people they don't think they're inferior they think they can play the game as well as the other people can and they can do so on their turf i think an aspect of it has to do with some inferiority complex on some level it may not be something that they will outwardly say but they psychologically do feel like you know what i do not match up in this world and the only way to match up and to become something significant and to be recognized is to assimilate into this white space yes uh pauline some with some people don't actually say you see it by their actions you get some black people that don't want to have children that are too black so they make sure that their partner is either very pale skin or white then you get mm. a woman Especially who may bleach her skin 
and she's mm -hmm. married to a white, white. man and her, her children uh, are of a pale skin so she wants to look like them and so mm -hmm. with some people it's by their actions you see how they coon that she may she or he may not see it as cooning but it is because they're just trying to be someone who they will never ever be yeah and i think yeah, that's what i'm I trying think, to get at i think that's some that's a certain population of who we would consider coons though right people yeah. who 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 you said um kind of have that inferiority complex but like boosie said i think that there are a lot of people who do not have that and they're yeah. of this mindset in my opinion they, they go when they with us what? they're like black yeah when they're with white people yeah. they're white like you know what it doesn't when they're with us they're telling us about how white people are so lame and how they can play their game it's not that they think they're like, those are hypocritical coons no but i'm saying yeah but it's like exactly yeah, we no, could no, have no, subcategories right we could and it's be, i think it's because <laughs> hypocritical. we could have misery the database <laughs> but i just feel like <laughs> flow chart anyone people, flow chart you like. know <laughs> i think they're also just people who realize the positions of power like they just acknowledge they come into a firm where it's predominantly white at the top and they realize like or whatever space and they're like okay this is how the position of power lies there are people who are like i want to be student body president of a predominantly white institution what does that mean i have to go rub shoulders with those people doesn't mean that i think i'm less than mm -hmm. or anything like that it just means this is the position i'm trying to get to and this is where the power lies so i need to tap into that social capital to get where i'm trying to get the opportunists must mm, please who of a person who you think as a coon and may not be seen as a coon by the rest of us of course oh god if i was to mention who i thought was a coon i'd get shot um, go on <laughs> we all ttbi members <laughs> are gonna get shot anyway so i just want to put some things on record here he calls her a secret agent from the queen from the queen and then she says i can't say i might get shot he goes go ahead go ahead i don't know <laughs> Do you think Nelson Mandela is a coon? No, I wouldn't no say comment? Nelson Mandela. N no comment at all. No, he, n definitely. <laughs> no. <laughs> but then, okay. but then, but then, but then, I may not think he's he he's a coon. But what have you seen, and what do you know that would make you think that? Because you've got to remember the outside world. He, you know, he was this—he he was a big black hole of South Africa. He was the man who was locked away for 25 years, and you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, uh, that forgiveness so is cooning. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when he was released, yes, the whole world was happy, and you know, this man is calm, and and the country's supposed to get rich, and everybody's gonna have land. But this is what the outside world was seeing. So remember, I so was he, he is the name that you were thinking. Don't worry, you won't get shot about it. No, no, and, and <laughs> no. He's a liberator no. coon. A liberator coon, guys. This is a different category, okay? Because liberator coon. A liberator coon because his way of liberation was by cooning, right? Like it's 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 different mm. because I think. He wasn't a political coon like Ben Carson because Ben Carson is doing it for different reason. But He's he was. 
sorry. Liberating. He felt that the right way to go about it, or the least violent way for the country, and no one can blame him for that. That was what he really believed was the best way for the country to move forward was to actually um, get close to the white peoples and make some sort of peace. But then, you know, mm-hmm. that did not you know, end up very about well. About the Mandela so. thing, I am hesitant to call him a coup. Now, by that, I'm not saying I agreed in retrospect with his politics. I think, indeed, he was a great politician, but a very, very ordinary man. Um, some will say he was a great man and full stop. But And with that, you know, I think what makes it difficult for me to place him within the Kuhn category it's because of how he identified generally his uh, cultural identity his discussions with fellow Africans and the need to actually reach out to fellow Africans and even Middle East folk, you know. So his politics weren't straight up cooning in terms of, you know, white is right. It wasn't the case all the time. Yes, he fought for the whole political solution matter. And beyond that, economically, they sold out as a collective, as the African National Congress. Uh, But... I don't know, seeing Mandela being buried in an African style and seeing Mandela embracing African leaders who were extremely traditional, you know, that was quite, I wouldn't say brave because he was already accepted by white folk and he was already an icon for white people. But with that being said, I feel like his identity was fought for, his symbolism was fought for, and white people ended up winning that So it wasn't a matter of him just willy-nilly saying, you can take it and have it. I don't know. Maybe it was, but it didn't come across as such to me. I feel like he was just... This is another level. Different levels, guys. We're speaking levels. This is levels. I I, I feel like, you know, he was a strong Kosa man and everybody knows that. And I think that's the thing. He was very much about his culture. And I do think, I think when I say liberator Kuhn, it's more, I do think that economically, um, in that sense, he's talked to the talk. Well, he talked left and walked right, which I think is coonery. Mm. Um, and I think economically, yes. I think as a person, mm. I think as a cultural black person, he was always a black person. Like, I don't think mm. there was ever a moment where I felt like, oh, you know, he thinks he's white. No, there's never a moment of that because his culture is very mm. strong mm. and he's strongly grounded in that. I think economically, sure. Mm. Exactly. I mean, this is someone who straight up told the queen, like, yo, I'm going to call you Elizabeth. If you call me Nelson, I'm calling you Elizabeth. He wasn't like this coon of a President Cyril who's like, my queen, my queen, my queen. Anyway. Uh, 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 did you just call the president a queen? They're kicking you out of South Africa. They're kicking you out of South Africa, you. It's okay, Ricardo? he got his world passport, he's alright oh. <laughs> I'm dead, y'all are so disrespectful Y'all are so wrong I was gonna say, Nelson Mandela I think this brings up a great point to Coonery as well When you are a celebrity, a politician Any kind of high status black figure, right? Especially in politics, I find that 
a lot of black people, not the, maybe not the majority, but a lot of black people will resent another black person who automatically doesn't bring great change about for them individually. Here's my example. So, Barack Obama becomes president, right? Um, I heard people, oh, he's a coon, look, police are still shooting black people in the streets. And I'm like, how do you propose that Barack Obama would have stopped that exactly. You know what I mean? Like, he's passed rules and regulations and legislation limiting, uh, like, with more oversight of police, which have completely been undone since the new administration took over. But I felt like a lot of people felt like, look, there's a black man in the White House. It's all good now. Like, I, I don't know what they really expected, but I heard the word coon thrown around a lot with Barack Obama. Yeah, but Ricardo, I, I hear that. And I do think that with Barack Obama's presidency came a lot of expectations, especially from ordinary civilians, not only in America, but across the world, perhaps. And I do think some of those things were unreasonable. But I will say this, with his level of intellect, and ability to use words the way he does. I would have liked Obama to speak more clearly on certain issues or be outspoken on certain issues instead of just keeping quiet sometimes and at times doing the whole too much of a political maneuvering, you know. That's where I have a gripe with it. Exactly, he's the Can president of the country. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's there for. You yeah, want to just you, get down telling, and get personal with you. Are you telling me during your presidency when black people are being slaughtered? I understand. I don't expect you to jump there and say, no, this is not going to happen anymore. But I don't expect you to take more of a firm stance on it. But you know, he functions within a system. I think, I think the hard thing about this, especially with the United States, right? We're talking about, quote-unquote, the most powerful country in the world, right? So the, the difficulty in that is that he functions within a power structure that does not actually... We think he's actually got a lot of power to maneuver really he really doesn't right we think that this man being there means certain things will happen yeah. but it they don't happen because he, it does he's it's not allowed really right so are we talking about a president who had i think they said the most assassination attempts at the time i don't know if trump has increased that or not <laughs> like he can't come out here and say those things those assassination attempts could have actually really happened and been successful <laughs> right like so it's survivalism as well like we can't blame you, people you know for one to stay alive. And, and I think it's it, it goes a little further than that. So let's keep in mind, unlike South Africa, black people are not the majority here, right? So when you speak to black people, you're speaking to 10% of the entire population, right? When you go, when let's say a black person gets killed in the streets, like I've seen him go up there and go, you don't understand how much this truly hurts me because that could be me dead in the streets or my son or my one of my daughters so i look at that and i think that's a very firm statement i don't think yeah. that's at least for, for me that's commiserating that's him understanding his blackness and saying that could be me how do you reconcile the libya thing ricardo how do i reconcile the libya thing the be libya more specific invasion. please 
of the killing of Gaddafi, the invasion of Libya, and all of that. He's still American. That doesn't mean he's not black. To many, <laughs> to many people, that was uh-huh. an act of betrayal on, on a high level. So much so, some people don't even want to see Obama coming to the countries on a simple basis that he has a black man uh, uh, who I'm was I'm in power, who was in African office. nations. It's Obama versus America. American <laughs> governance would have done it regardless, right? Like it's right. Obama I'm like, just happened to be the president at the time, but they would have done yeah, it. He happens so to be president at the time, but he could have been reluctant. But he also said that was the worst mistake of his presidency. He actually said that. He said that was the worst mistake of his presidency in retrospect. So obviously in the moment, maybe he thought... Many presidents you know, will say that, though. Like, really, surely. <laughs> but no, many others wouldn't. No, you know, George true. Bush... Have no, you ever heard George no, Bush say did something wrong? wrong on that. No. Going to war. Like, no, no, no. Many no, people no, say, yes. I would do it again. No way. <laughs> exactly. No, no. And, and coming so out of war and saying that it was because ah, a mistake. No. Oh, I've never on. heard any president say that was a mistake. I've never heard any president say that was a mistake Declared ever. It. Declared. It was I declare doesn't count those ones. It was too long. Like Obama's presidency is eight years. Declare was there for many, many years. He had lots of time to no, think was, about no, his no, life. He was there for eight years, though. He was there for eight years. You know, years but well. still, like yeah, Ob- I, didn't I think hear George Ob- W. Bush but, say I'm sorry but, for uh, yeah. he supposed WMDs. To wrap up, Bushy, for you, an example of Kuni. Oh, guys, this is so hard. <laughs> um, besides the typical ones, uh, no, I can't think of anyone that I think you guys would not agree with. That's actually the thing. <laughs> I think you guys would agree with Omar Rosa, Ben Carson, <laughs> OJ. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Hey. Listen. Oh, gosh. That's well, we've had can many you be more moments. a denialist than him? <laughs> oh. I'm not black. Oh, he thought his persona was bigger than his affidavit. Well, hey, if Damn. I got away with murder as a black man, I'd think so too. I wouldn't believe I was black either. If I could get away with killing two white folks. <laughs> hey, Who's prominent that's not a coon definitely where people are not polarized in terms of um, political figures or even entertainment. I mean, and these nuances are not Ram- Yes, where people are not wavering. I can't in terms think of, of one in politics. Decision. Mm. In, I can't think. Um, I think we just live in a world of wokeness, guys. There's somebody who's always saying this person is a coon somewhere in this planet on Twitter. Somebody right. has called every single person you can think of a coon. Because um, let's not front. There are some very the militant is, though, when you look at When you look at the African National Congress, half of it at the moment, p- people will probably say are coon. And the other half. Yeah, oh, in terms of economics, yeah, no, so they're all coons. Can, yeah. You know, um, <laughs> but it's well, not whiteness. But, neoliberalism is not whiteness. So I don't want to say the economic coons in that way because I don't think neoliberalism is whiteness. Because I think as a black person, you can believe in neoliberalism, um, and it might look mm-hmm. different from how other people think of it. I think well, you can be a black neoliberal. Like I think you can be. Yes, it works against you because of the way the world works racially. But like, if you actually look at the ideology, it does not include race, right? If you look at the raw form of the ideology, it doesn't include race so i think you can be a black neoliberal for me these um ideologies communism and liberalism neoliberalism you know they 
are not inherently well especially communism is not inherently black the reason why perhaps it would appeal to black people especially in africa it's because of how certain aspects there too relate to ubuntu and yeah you know whereas liberalism is not and what even makes worse neoliberalism is an is an ideology that comes from the enlightenment era in europe so yeah no you know, for it, some it people it's kind of like no yeah i think it's 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 it bad is it bad to follow neoliberalism as a black person yes because the system works against you right so you actually get the brunt of it because of the world that we live in but i also think ideologically speaking i don't know i think you can be a black neoliberal or black whatever you want to be ideologically speaking i don't think it's holy cooning but i do think there's an element of um thereof so anyway final uh, remarks ricardo about the topic i think sometimes you're not necessarily a coon you're just a sellout and i like so we mentioned the a a and c a little while ago right and i'm like okay a good you guys correct me if i'm wrong right because i'm an outsider but a good chunk of the a and c especially the elder statesmen and women they're living comfortable right i feel like they feel like there's nothing really to achieve they're just at this point protecting their territory right so aren't they more willing to sell out their mission statement for their own status and comfortability comfortability you know what i mean so they're not necessarily cooning they're not trying to be white or denounce their blackness they're just trying to get what they can while they can get it just to (laughs) be contrarian i do think though that if selling out if selling out means that it's to the detriment of people's values people's morals cultures identities then it is cooning bushy final remark but i wonder people's ideologies evolve so i wonder if it's selling out more so than deciding that the world has suddenly now makes more sense for you in a particular di- in a particular way of thinking right i think of cyril i think of him because he obviously started or was part of the starting of the unions that basically fought against capitalism right that fought against black people mm, being just the labor yeah, no i mean he didn't fight against s- capitalism he fought he fought against apartheid no, capitalism, no, no, which is a particular sorry, sorry, no, type the, of capitalism. The only, reason, the only reason why I'm interjecting is because that's if you accept the narrative and you are not saying, right, that Kosatu, for example, was not started by the white elites during apartheid era because, you know, there is word of the Oppenheimers, the Rupert of this world, being involved Yes, but in, I mean, the actual revolutionary you know, to, part of it, right? Well, they would never s- organize something that would tumble them down, that would work against their wealth. Like, no, that was but, not the intention, but, but see, what even was if they started it. In the 70s, though? What was happening in the 70s, though? No, I'm saying, even we need to understand the global said, economics, though. No, but I'm saying, obviously, yes, everything is tumbling down, but I don't think anybody would be like, okay, I'm going to organize this group that will basically be the end of me, of my wealth. Like, nobody does that. 
<laughs> like they wanted but it's not that the end of their wealth though it's not the end of their it wealth it wasn't they knew of what kind of a, what kind of settlement they're going to come up with my point is we di- we di- this is not my point okay. my <laughs> point is that <laughs> moving on from that person right if we had met Cyril back then ideologically speaking he was a different person from what he is now right so if we were to plot his ideological stance would say that he's really swung to more of the neoliberal capitalism right significantly like maybe he was there at the beginning but he wasn't there as strongly as he is now so this is the thing another thing that's what i'm saying that it's difficult for me in terms of cooning to say this is who you are ideologically this is your right to believe in your ideological stance right and saying that somebody is pretending to be somebody else or is doing this to the benefit of you know some other thing and so the the line is very thin yeah i i do think the line is very thin but i think someone like cyril has been rather consistent if you look at the charting of his career serving as a lawyer for the oppenheimers um and you do being, hate him so that being, being, being funded, like hey this is so personal hey hey bye-bye no but funded to start to be to be part of the union and then to getting 750 million in the 90s so that you can go and when start as a black as a black person would you say no would you say no as a black person at that time when you couldn't have access to finance that way would you have said no to that money i don't know no, that's a difficult thing, right? It's also survivalism. That's what I'm saying. I like, don't know. It's survivalist yes, tactic. Yes, 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 survivalism, but doesn't take away from the fact that you're selling out and you're a coon. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Appendix A of The Thinking Behind It All. Please join the conversation on Facebook, The Thinking Behind It All, that's our page, or you can go on Twitter at TTBIA underscore. Remember that you can also join the conversation on WhatsApp. It's the TTBIA community. Until we bring you another of these thrilling episodes, shop.